many times am I going to do that? Hello, and welcome to Life Through a Distorted Lens. This is Lindsay, your host of this podcast that you are listening to. Uh, let's open up with something. And let me also preface this with sorry about the last podcast episode. Um, I'm trying to get used to recording myself and having a guest on and trying to talk through what we're looking at on the screen. So uh, it's going to be probably increasingly difficult to do that. I mean, it's definitely, I recommend watching it more over listening to it. Although you'll still get something out of listening to it anyway, just because I do show a lot of videos and photos and I will try my darndest to describe these things and absurdities that I see on the screen. So let me, did I share my screen? Yes, I did. Oh, no, let me add. So let's see here. Let's start off with some uh, positive note because this is definitely uh, based. I'll describe it after. You do not have to wear those masks. I mean, please take them off. <laughs> Honestly, it's not doing anything. And we got to stop with this COVID theater. So if you want to wear it, fine. But this is, a, this is ridiculous. Lord, you think I'd get used to this whole mic thing, but I change it up every time. Anyway, I had myself muted. Um, DeSantis, def that is, okay, so basically what you just heard is DeSantis, uh, governor of Florida. I'm like, mayor, governor? I I'm so dumb. I'm I get those things confused all the time. Anyway, it, the, the caption of the tweet is from Seth Dillon. It says, DeSantis to students, you, don't, you do not have to wear those masks. Please take them off. Honestly, it's not doing anything. We've got to stop with this COVID theater. So if you want, if you want to wear it, fine, but this is ridiculous. Some of the kids did take the mask off, but some did not. Um, and um, it's interesting that he seems to be the only person on the planet right now that is saying it like it is, which is the truth about how the masks don't do a damn thing. It's just a visual to remind everyone that we're still in this pandemic. So uh, wear your mask. If the masks, I, I always say this, if the masks were done away with, the amount of people that would be like, pandemic, where? It's just a, a very stark visual lie and reminder that, I don't know, some people are still buying into this. It's wild. It's been a lot of talk lately about how COVID is, uh, quote, ending. So... I don't know if I believe that. We'll get into some of those articles about that, that weigh in on that and why people are saying that. Um, it's all political at this point, and I'm not buying it, really, if it is, quote, over. But anyway, um, go DeSantis. Next one is actually a polar opposite feeling vibes of this one, which is sheer depression. Oh, let me pause it. There's many things going on at once here. How horribly, painfully depressing. This is a video of, where is this, Disneyland or Disney World America? I don't know where. What does it say? Is there like a caption? It's a TikTok video of Winnie the Pooh coming out of his, I don't know, you know, getting changed into his costume behind the scenes at Disney. And this little adorable Afro kid goes running up to hug Pooh in the most adorable, like ready for that, like, awesome embrace with, you know, Winnie the Pooh and this little kid only to have the handler of Winnie the Pooh come rushing out like frantically to block the child from receiving or giving actually a hug to Winnie the Pooh. Oh, like, how can you sit there in that freaking costume and be like, this is okay. This is fine. I'm like, you literally have to push the narrative about this whole theater and lies about covid 
and spreading stuff or something so hard that you're going to literally, you're just going to do this. You're going to deny a kid like literal joy at Disney. Oh my God. It's so sick. It is so sick. The handler is of course wearing a mask. Meanwhile, like there's definitely people in the video that aren't wearing a mask. I don't think masks are mandatory at Disney. You know how much money they would lose, um, especially in Florida. Oh, it's so sad. This cat, this kid looks, I just can't imagine what that does to a kid. Like you grow up and you're like, yeah, I remember I was denied that hug. And like, does, does, do kids even have the capacity to understand like what is going on? Oh, I, and if you're a parent and you are like, this COVID thing is a scam. And then you go out into the world and you witness, you have your, you know, you and your child witness this disgusting behavior. How do you even explain to your child like, oh, these people are still buying into it. Like, how do you even explain to that kid? You know what I mean? God, adulting, adulting, parenting, I think is difficult. Just how do you even handle that one? It's really, really depressing and just sick. Going on to the next article. Um, this is from the True Defender. And I honestly don't know what this website is. So um, I'm not gonna pretend like I know this website or read it a lot. And I know that there's like, not truths happening on both sides of the political spectrum as Clippy jumped, launched on my chair <laughs> as usual. No, he tries to jump on this green screen because the top of the green screen's not that too far up above my chair. Yes, maybe he can just hang out right here. Yeah, right. Aye, aye, aye. Anyway, let me go back to what I was talking about. Was that the pure distraction and adorableness of a cat? Okay, so, oh, as I was saying, there's, especially with this Ukraine, okay, Ukraine-Russia thing, I don't want to comment on it much, um, because we've been lied to so much about what COVID is, and the tr any sort of truth behind it for the past couple of years, um, by mainstream media, so why would I sit here and believe anything that the mainstream media is shelling out about this Ukraine-Russia war. I'm not saying that it's not happening by any means. I don't want to get into the details because it's a lot of personal stuff. People that know me personally know what I'm talking about here, obviously. But um, I'm just kind of, ugh, there's just so much information, misinformation on both sides, like reusing photos from some bombing from 2018 and this lady's all bloodied up. Um, a lot of video, I mean, people just literally take stuff for face value on the internet. You look at a video on Twitter or something and your first reaction is, you know, oh, that's horrifying or, oh my God, how bad. But then it's like, all right, well, let me think rationally, like what happened before this interaction like happened on screen, you know, say some people are fighting or something or the classic one, like an airline or someone being an a-hole and you're like, well, what was the exchange that spawned this? They always start recording when the, uh, well, you typically, you know, after the fight breaks out and it's like, well, who, who actually instigated this fight? It's not always what you think it is. And on that same token, there's so much, you know, deep fakes are a very real thing. I used to follow this account before all my stuff got banned. I, I followed my, my old, my old accounts. I was following all these accounts and certain people where I guess I was learning from, and then I get banned. And then I'm like, it's just like, I follow all these new people. So it's kind of a blessing getting banned. Um, I, I don't know if I've talked about this, but with the whole feminist thing, you know, I don't regret doing all that stuff with feminism and I still fight for women and girls for sure, especially against the trannies. But um, when I got banned, I lost all those people that I was following and engaged with. And 
it was pretty much a blessing because I also it, got, it also went hand in hand with me stepping back from the feminism thing and really thinking about it and finding new accounts to follow that weren't really feministy because I also realized how I would look at some accounts and remember them and be like, do I really want to follow that account? Like how good did that account make me feel on the daily? Not that I want to live my life in like perfect angelic harmony on the daily and just follow cat videos. Um, there's nothing wrong with people that do that. I don't, I don't think, but I also think you need to be kind of aware about the world going around the world around you. I don't know. It's just, I'm not going to judge people for doing their own thing, but Holy tangent. Um, so anyway, you know, I'm just reporting to you stuff that I see on the internet and I find interesting and I'm not saying it's true and I'm not saying it's false. It's just, we live in an era 2022 when you don't know what you're reading or looking at as a video or, or anything, if that's real or not, or if that's true or not. Um, so I think it is really healthy to stay off social media a lot. And um, social media is just so addicting. It's like, I saw this funny meme where someone was uh, on the phone or no, they wake up and they're like, I'm so depressed. And then it's like two panels later and they're just staring at their phone and the sun is, you know, the day is going by clearly in the background. And then they're like, I forgot how it ends, but it's basically like they're depressed because it's the perpetual cycle of them being on their phone all day. And then you go back to the phone because it's addictive. And I don't know, it's just something psychological about, I guess, the apps being addictive anyway. And then what, for me, at least personally, what's going on in the world, it's such a clown show and insane that it's also kind of entertaining, not like good entertainment, but I find myself wanting to go back and seeing what the heck is going on. Cause it's just so wild. I'm like, well, it's, I don't know, not, it's just, I don't know. I wish I had a healthier line of being like, put the damn phone down, which I, I try my darndest, which is why I love getting into my creative side and sewing. I've been making uh, reusable pads and tampons lately um, I remember hearing about that years ago and I was like, what? That's crazy. How do you even get them clean? Blood stains pretty darn well on stuff, but I mean, you obviously just make new ones and I gotta say they're insanely way more comfortable. And I took the pad out that I had been using. This is such a tangent, but welcome to my podcast. Obviously I took a pad out that I've been using for years, like cheap, uh, and used it as a template to measure and pattern out the reusable pad. And the thing just smells like chemicals. Like there's that like cottony smell that they put in them. And then it's just like, I, I just had the pad sitting on my drafting table. um, you know, drafting up a pattern, not even really close to me. And I kept getting a whiff of it. And I'm like, oh, it's horrible. And I'm like, I used to, that thing used to touch my hoo-ha like days on end. And imagine what the F are in tampons. Like, we don't know what, what those things are laced with. I'm serious. Like your skin is, you know, and your whatever you put on your skin and inside you is obviously going to be absorbed into your system. Um, and I'd rather make my own stuff and be more comfortable and not have like preservative, weird, smelly. Oh, men have no idea what I'm talking about. And I'm sure squicked out, but women are, I don't know. It's just one of those things that I get older and I purge sense from my life. I still wear perfume occasionally. Um, I, I stopped wearing deodorant like a year ago, possibly. I went through the whole feminist thing because I just realized no matter what deodorant you use, it's like riddled with chemicals. Like deodorant has been tied to cancer and all sorts of thyroid issues. I mean, your your skin is a an organ, man. So, you know, I don't I don't miss deodorant um, in a weird way. I kind of enjoy smelling how smelly I can get. Like, it's just interesting. I think that 
back in the day. I don't know. I'm just like, I, I like being natural. I'm not trying to be gross here. I don't want, I just, it's just me legitimately. What it boils down to is I don't want chemicals on my body. Um, granted, I still use shampoo and conditioner, which I'm conflicted about. I need, I want to go to something else, but it's, it's hard to break away from all the chemicals that you use in your life. Um, you know, I used to look at it back in the day, how daunting that was like to have to strip everything and eat organic or as organic as you can, by the way, getting organic beef here or meat in Texas is really difficult, which is, was crazy to me. And also it's weird that organic chicken here is blue. Like the packaging is blue, <laughs> which is why I thought they didn't have organic chicken here. Cause I kept looking for the green chicken packaging. Cause it's always organic, the green color, it's always green. But for some reason, the packaging here is blue. So I kept skimming past it. And I'm like, oh, they do have organic chicken. It's just not green. Anyway, I'm a huge color visual person where if some, I'm, I just learn well with color coordination. Anyway, so this article says Ohio and Texas with warning against toxic chemicals found in C-19 testing kit. I wonder why I don't say COVID. Uh, the home rapid C-19 test had a toxic chemical that can be harmful and life-threatening when exposed to many chemicals. After seeing an increase in reports linked to sodium azide poisoning, Ohio and, and Texas shared a warning. It's a chemical that can be found in the testing kits after Biden promised to give 500 million C-19 test kits to Americans. Um, Cincinnati's Children's Hospital Medical Center shared a statement about the increase in accidental exposures to substance in these kits. How can it be accidental if it's... anyway? The sodium, I'm sorry, the substance is sodium azide and Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center's Drug and Poison Information Center, Lord, that's a long title, has seen a surge in calls about exposures to the chemicals since more people started self-testing for COVID-19 at home. We started getting our first exposures to these test kits around early November, said some pharmacists and clinical toxologists for the center. It was really all ages. The calls for the local center mirror what's been happening nationally. Sodium azide, I'm be saying that wrong, often used as a preservative is a liquid regent in several of the COVID-19 test kits, she said. Ingesting it can cause low blood pressure, which can result in dizziness, headaches, or palpitations. Exposure to it can cause skin, eye, or nostril irritation. This is why, well, one of the reasons why I never trusted the test kits at all. You know, I got sick, uh, I guess, last November, and I'm I'm pretty sure it was covid um, and I was like, I don't, I don't want to get tested. I don't want to like add to this stupid number thing. Um, plus I was like, I don't trust these tests. My husband went out and got two tests from somewhere. Didn't pay for them. And, um, I opened the packaging. It's like to find out more information, check, you know, cdc.gov. And I'm like, this thing has the government's, the government has their hands in on this test kit. Why in, on earth would I trust this kit at all? Um, plus there's all these like variables that could easily go wrong when you're using the kit. Like, uh, I don't know, like having to set it on its side, wait a certain amount of time, do this drop here and only here. And just, there's always, I was like, uh, I'm good, dude. Like, wh what do I need to know? Like, what is it going to change if I have it or not? Or knowing that I have it or not. Anyway, let's go on from that article. Clippy, you're just all over the place. He almost caught a lizard. Actually, he did catch a lizard earlier today. So he's probably... Like, I gotta get outside. This is an article from the New York Post. It says, Adams to scrap New York City vaccine passports. School mask rules barring spike in cases. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Vaccine passports will no longer be required in New York City starting March 7th. Mayor Eric Adams said Sunday, 
<clears throat> and he plans on lifting school mask mandates then too, barring unforeseen spikes in COVID cases. Jeez, can you just leave me alone? <laughs> that was clippy. He jumped on the uh, green screen and then my phone fell with him. Uh, continuing the article. Let's see. Adam said he plans on following Governor Kathy Hochul's lead in nixing masks in schools, but would make the final determination this Friday. At the end of the week, we will evaluate the numbers and make a final announcement on Friday. If we see no uh, unforeseen spikes and our numbers continue to show a low level of risk, New York City will remove the indoor mask mandate for public school children. Uh, yeah. Patrons in the Big Apple restaurants, gyms, and indoor venues will no longer be required to show proof of vaccination. Wow, I can't believe they're still, they were doing that in general. Like, I've been following closely the Freedom Fighters in New York City and how many students they did at, like, Boston. No, not Boston Market. Maybe it was, actually. I can't remember the places they went to, but I know Cheesecake Factory is one of them. These poor people. Um, additionally, New York City's numbers continue to go down day after day. So as long as COVID indicators show a low level of risk and we see no surprises this week, surprises, <laughs> if our overlords don't give us some propaganda to shell out, we're just not really sure what they're going to do. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Or for, anyway, you get it. Um, I, I think, uh, California was doing the same thing suddenly. Um, I think it's all political, you know, there's a lot of voting and um, what's it called? Midterms where you vote for the people to vote for in office. <laughs> I'm so good with politics. I mean, <clears throat> I only started getting recently into politics not that long ago, so I can't possibly know everything. All right. Uh, this is from uh, Microsoft News, MSN.com. CDC, many healthy Americans can take a break from masks. This was on Friday. This is so ridiculous. Oh, most Americans live in places where healthy people, including students in schools, can safely take a break from wearing masks under new U.S. guidelines released Friday. I'm going to interject here and ask, uh, you know, if these healthy people and, you know, students, in, which includes students in schools, are so healthy, why only now are they taking a break from masks? Ridiculous. Also, how is that assisting in the break from the masks? Again, like, why wasn't this done uh, a long time ago? If it's coming down to, you know, people being healthy. <laughs> oh, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention outlined the new set of measures for communities where COVID-19 is easing its grip. Oof, that wording. Easing its grip. <sighs> like, I mean, come on. With less of a focus on positive test results and more on what's happening at hospitals. The new system greatly changes the look of the CDC's risk map and puts more than 70% of the U.S. population in countries where the coronavirus is posing a lower or medium threat to the hospitals, blah, blah, blah. Stop. Cat. Quit it. God. Those are the people who can stop wearing masks, the agency said. The agency is still advising pe that people, including school children, wear masks where the risk of COVID-19 is high. Oh, geez. Come on. COVID survival rate is so insanely high. The fact that they're still trying to do this and especially to freaking like children is so sick. Oh, geez. School children wear masks where the risk is. I don't get it. Like children pose the least risk. Um, it's so sick. I don't even know. I remember the first thing that 
weirded me out about this whole COVID thing was like, why are we trying to be afraid from and trying not to get a virus when in the past getting the viruses and natural herd immunity or whatever, and just having it run its course to the, through humans was the way to do it. Like all of a sudden it's like, Oh no, we all can't get this virus. It doesn't make any sense. I feel like that would just slow it down if people were just stopping themselves from getting it. Ay, ay, ay. And if you die from it because you're like morbidly obese or insanely unhealthy, then I mean, you got another thing coming. I don't know. Like, Whatever. Murphy's Law or something. Cat. Not Murphy's Law. Ready? Okay. Moving on. This is from CNBC. Oh boy. This is this whole episode is just riddled with happiness. Pfizer COVID vaccine was just 12% effective against Omicron and kids 5 to 11 study finds. So let's just inject your child and have them get really ill. Again, there's a telegram called... Um, COVID side effects, I believe. And, you know, when I'm bored, I look on there and you just get to scroll through and see all these cases of screenshots or videos from TikTok or Facebook of people legitimately posting their side effects before I guess it gets taken down for hate speech or misinformation, air quotes. Um, and they're really horrid. The recently one I've seen is uh, these like boils that go on throughout the entire body and especially on the fingertips. I don't know if you've ever burned yourself uh, badly and there's like this big bubble that has liquid in it. It's images of that really. And, and the boils are on the fingertips. It just looks absolutely horrid. Um, and there's a, you know, unfortunately it happened to some kid. It looks so awful. New York state officials found, I'm reading more from the article. New York state officials found the effectiveness of Pfizer's vaccine against COVID Infection plummeted from 68% to 12% for children age 5 to 11 during the Omicron surge. The uh, What a horrible image. Oh, it's an image of a child getting a vaccine and the kid's face is like, make it stop. It's basically like, I forgot how to make this bigger. Um, horrible. Look at that kid's face. Anyway, ugh, she's like leaning away from the ugh. <sighs> the dramatic drop in vaccine effectiveness was likely due to the lower dosage the youngsters received, according to study team members. The data comes as, as New York City plans to end its school mask mandate by March 7th. Sad. I can't believe these people are <sighs> ever let their child become a guinea pig to big pharma. I'm, I'm strongly against any vaccine. And if I'm able to have kids, I'm not giving a damn vaccine to that child. Nothing. Nada. I have a lot of ear issues um, and I've had a lot of ear issues growing up. Like, uh, I mean, it was also because I did swim, swim team growing up, but still I would get ear infections like crazy. I had shitty ankles growing up for some reason. I always twisted my ankle. I don't know if that's anything to do with vaccines, but um, yeah, I still have issues with my ear. Like I got fluid in my ear a couple months ago, still in my ear. I am pretty darn deaf in my left ear because the fluid is still there. This is probably the fourth time I've gotten flu to my ear from, um, I don't know, actually, because previously I thought it was from like after, I think it was actually from me getting a cold. And then I just get, I don't know, the fluid in your nose, like travels up your institution tube into your ear. This time I was at a grocery store and I yawned and I was like, oh, I'm deaf. Oh, I know what this is. This is that fluid in the ear thing. Uh, I went to an ENT and they were like, oh, we can give you steroids that kind of works. Not really. Um, side effects are blah, blah, blah. She was like, this is a side effect that I haven't really heard of anyone getting, but it is a side effect. Hip pain. 
And I've had ongoing on and off hip pain. Um, I don't know for the past 10 years, I guess, or not even 10 years. No, it's like five years, less than five years. So I was like, absolutely not. I've been, I'm just like super against steroids and any of that shenanigans anyway. Um, plus if, it, if in the past it's drained itself naturally anyway, then why would I, why would I do that? Any, you know, I don't know. I'm like, I, I can wait it out. Um, this time I do have tinnitus with it, which is very interesting is last time I never did. Um, and it was horrifying when I first got it. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, I, what's happening. And it doesn't go away. Um, it gets, I've gotten used to it though, really, honestly, um, fall asleep with a white noise machine. It makes it better. And, um, I don't know, like the tinnitus is from the fluid in the ear. So, um, yeah. Or they can slice my eardrum open and drain it, which sounds really joyous. And I, I don't know if talking about brought this up in the podcast before about it, but I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to wait it out. I'd rather not get my eardrum sliced. Like that can have permanent side effects as well. I mean, there's always risk with any kind of surgery, but I, I didn't even know you could slice your eardrum and that it could heal. I don't know why I thought it couldn't heal. I guess I, I don't know. It seems like I always thought that the eardrum was like super fragile. And if you blow it out, it's like detrimental. Anyway, word of uh, advice. If you ever get tinnitus, never visit the subreddit for tinnitus. I don't use Reddit anymore, but I do uh, sometimes frequent it when I have an ailment or I'm like, what kind of bed sheets do people like? Or just random. I don't do it a lot anymore, but I used to do it a lot. Anyway, uh, tinnitus community is some of the most depressing people I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, people on Reddit are depressed anyway and hate themselves. Um, mentally ill half the time, actually more than half the time. So I was like, good Lord, these people like want to off themselves because of tinnitus. I'm like, tinnitus sucks. Um, but it's, it's a nuisance if, if, if anything. And if you're so weak that that is like, a, is going to destroy you, then, you need some therapy anyway. So let's see, continuing the article, Pfizer and BioNTech's two dose COVID vaccine provided very little protection for children age five to 11 during the wave of Omicron infection in New York. According to a study published Monday, uh, the New York state, I'm like, what's so interesting about that is like, this is the information they're releasing publicly to us on mainstream media news articles. Like what, what's going on behind the scenes that they're not releasing to us. Like a lot of stuff that, you know, we've been banned for on social media for saying certain things they're now saying out in the open. So it's just, I always wonder what is it they're not telling us? Like, uh, these, these articles are so hard to read. I, I find this kind of stuff just excruciating and I'm really tired of it. So I'm going to move on because that's my choice. Oh, this is way funny. This is from ready.gov and it's, uh, it says, First of all, it's a little like Irish-looking kid wearing, um, licking a uh, shamrock. Oops, let me never pulled up shamrock a lollipop. It says it's not luck. Being ready for disaster takes preparation, not luck. Know your risk. Make a plan. Build a kit. So it has like the government literally has a website where it quote helps you prepare for winter weather. Thunderstorms and lightning, home fire escape plan, check smoke alarms, flooding, make a plan, build a kit, emergency alerts. Uh, where did the thing go that said get vaccinated? Weird. I saw that earlier. Oh, did they remove it? Oh, my God. It just said it was last updated today. Whoa, I wish I took a screenshot. Oh, my God. This is so crazy. 
I checked this website before I did this podcast, obviously today, literally today, this morning, like two hours ago. And it said, get vaccinated as one of these little things, those little bubbles. It was around here on the bottom and now it's gone. Damn it. Is it still on my other computer? I exited it out. No, I can't believe that. Oh, maybe the Wayback Machine will have it. I don't know how like Wayback Machine works, but that is wild. They took it down. I had it pulled up because I wanted to laugh at that and go get vaccinated and laugh at it. It doesn't have it there anymore. Wow, the internet moves so fast. Anyway, so there's again on the same website, uh, this whole thing about nuclear explosion. Let me make this bigger. This whole page about nuclear explosion. Nuclear explosion can cause significant damage and casualties from the blast. Blah, blah, blah. It's everything about nuclear explosion. You get it. You get it. But then this is what makes me laugh. Excuse me. It says, get inside. Get inside the nearest building to avoid radiation. Brick or concrete are best. Remove contaminated clothing and wipe off or wash unprotected skin. If you were outside after the fallout arrived, hand sanitizer does... <laughs> hand sanitizer does not protect you against fallout. Oh, my effing... Blah! People become so reliant on hand sanitizer for, like, cleansing you of any anything bad. Like, the fact that they put that in there is freaking pathetic. Anyway, sorry, that was funny. Let's see. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. If possible, do not use disinfectant wipes on your skin. Go to the basement or middle of the building. Stay away from the outer walls and roof. Again, this is all about, you know, helping with nuclear explosions and fallout, which, again, I wanted to say earlier that um, this website, I'm not saying it's all bad and that these plans and building a kit and all this stuff are um, like innately bad advice. But then there are these like gems, like hand sanitizer, and then this part right here. Uh, try to maintain a. Let me highlight this. Try to maintain a distance of at least six feet between yourself and people who are not part of your household, if possible. <laughs> if possible, wear a mask if you're sheltering with people who are not a part of your household. Children under two years old, people who have trouble breathing. And those who are unable to remove masks on their own should not wear them. I just, I'm like blown away that, you know, if a nuclear explosion were to happen and this would legitimately happen, they really effing think. I'm like, I, you know what? Why am I saying that? I, I, I do believe people would be this moronic and be like, uh oh, don't get near me. You know, people have been so conditioned and trained to think that way i don't know that's just insane and and laughable maintain a social distance in the middle of a fallout like bitch i don't think anyone gives a fuck about being close to someone else if it's if there's another threat going on which is very real versus a not real thing people are, i mean just you got to be kidding me pardon my french but that's just such a joke again this is on ready.gov forward slash nuclear dash explosion <clears throat> Dear God in heaven. Uh, next article from Bloomberg Business Week plus equality. Woo! Removing resumes for hiring process from hiring process can improve diversity. Some companies are emphasizing skill tests over educational or professional pedigree when assessing job candidates. Is this supposed to be a black person? That's a white person. Like, what the frick am I looking at? This little animation. Oh, man. 
That's so sick. I'm sorry. You remove a resume instead of looking at educational or professional experience to choose from to choose finalists from the 159 applicants for its program for black people in health data science positions. The group created a short questionnaire that asked candidates to explain what artificial intelligence was or to talk about a recent piece of technology they were studying. I'm like, oh my God in heaven, dude. I don't want to read this because it's ridiculous. It's mostly one of those things you just read the uh, headline. Oh, this week and no one gives a shit. And hi, I'm not 15. I don't live in La La Land. We're, we have ventured to the world of Tumblr for some retarded insanity. Um, kids just being kids, to be honest with you. You know that they have those made up dumbass flags for anything. Like half of them are like, I don't feel like having sex with someone unless I really have feelings for them. That is literally one of their genders. And I'm like, um, that's just a person that has like preferences and an, an average person. Stop putting trendy, cool, what they think is cool. Trend, stop putting trendy words with normal things in life. Like you're not cool. No one gives a flying F and you 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 sound ridiculous. Sit down. This one is narc gender. And I think it's the only one they actually got really correct. Narc gender is this again on Tumblr, some ugly ass yellow, maroon, dark green, poop, purple, and yellow, like hideous. Again, this is literally made up by some child. The fact that, you know, I'm technically giving them any like airtime, um, I'm only doing it because it's laughable and it's entertainment, but the people like Apple that has all these flags on the emoji keyboard is just like, what are you doing? What, what are you doing? You, you look ridiculous. Apparently, I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, Apple announced some Siri voice that is supposedly like no, like is non-binary or like has no female or male sex. <laughs> But when you listen to it, it literally sounds like a woman on testosterone. Okay, now I gotta find that video. Hey there. One of the easiest and free things you can do to help on my podcast is to leave a Apple podcast review for this podcast. It is free, pretty effortless. It takes, I don't know, less than a minute out of your day. If you don't wanna do that, you can support my podcast by heading to paypal.me forward slash LP foster kittens or become a monthly subscriber to my subscribe star which is subscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens. As always, thank you so much for listening and following me on Odyssey or YouTube, subscribing, hitting the bell, because I've been told that hitting the bell helps out a lot with getting notified that I'm even posting new content. So God bless y'all and let's keep trucking on y'all. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. This is the story of how Anansi the spider got his long, spindly legs. One day he walked into town and smelled all the food his animal friends were cooking. He asked- Oh, that's so sick. I'm like, Apple is totally complicit in the satanic overtaking of like duality. And is it male or is it female? We don't care. By the way, you don't have to be either. God made you in his image. Well, you can be whatever you want. Sick. It literally sounds like a woman on testosterone.
coffee break. All right, let me finish reading this Tumblr thing. Uh, <laughs> narc gender is a neurogender for individuals with narcissistic personality disorder, NPD, whose gender is influenced by their NPD and or can be understood in the context of having NPD. This label is exclusive to those with NPD. Exclusive is in bold. That must mean no serious. Self-diagnosed individuals are allowed to use it as long as they've done proper research on the disorder. <laughs> I mean, what kind of... There's like no logistics behind any of it. How much research must you do to actually logist... You know, by their standards, call yourself that. Like, I mean, there's no guideline. This is so dumb. Anyway. Ha ha he he. I don't know how much more of this like horribleness I can read. It is honestly incredibly exhausting because I've already read all of them and having to read them again is like awful. And I want to talk about God and, and talk about Bible stuff and relating that to the world around us. So I hope this is helping someone out, but I got this amazing message on my subscribe star from someone um, asking if I can tie in what's been going on in the world, like woke stuff or they didn't specify, but I'm assuming they mean woke stuff, CRT, um, communism, transhumanism, whatever it is that is against, you know, um, that is against the Bible and what the Bible says and the teachings of Jesus. And I thought those were really great suggestions. So I did order a book that uh, will assist in me helping that podcast episode out. Um, easier said than done though, like tying it in. I, it's, there's so much I know about the Bible and God and Jesus, but it's all up in my little head up here. And I don't know, I can, I can get into it with uh, certain conversations, but hard to just start from nowhere. But let's see. This article says the Wall Street Journal looking forward to the end of humanity. COVID-19 has spotlighted the promise and peril of transhumanism, the idea of using technology to overcome sickness, aging, and deaths. So I started to ponder about this one where I'm like, where does the Bible say it about like, you must, um, you can only live this certain amount of life, but I know that the Bible talks a lot about death and I just find that humans wanting to do their own thing about living to be like 500 years old. This is weird. I was able to read it earlier. Damn it. Now I can't on this computer or something. That's annoying. Well, I'm going to read, I guess the first half. It sounds bitterly ironic now in the midst of a global pandemic. But not long ago, some of the most forward-looking people in the world believed that humanity was close to abolishing death. If you ask me today, is it possible to live to be 500? The answer is yes, said Bill Maris, the founder of Google Ventures in 2015. Three years later, biomedical researcher Aubrey de Grey established that people in middle age now have a fair chance of never dying. So I'm just like, it's so absurd. I mean, you literally are playing God if you are trying to cease death. I mean, the Bible talks a lot about, um, you know, having a time that you die. And when you accept Jesus, you won't, you won't, you know, eternally be cast to a certain death. So you'll have eternal life with Jesus and go to heaven. You know, there's just certainly is a certain point in your life where you're supposed to die. And at the same idea behind that, um, it's kind of a thing of like, well, if you think that Lindsay, then what about, any sort of medical intervention like a defibrillator or a medication to help out with your thyroid something or something medically, like at what point are you supposed to say enough is enough? You know, um, I, I, I can't answer that for you. I just know that in my heart and soul, 
trying to live to be a 500 years old or never die is it sounds actually miserable. And I, I can't wait to get to heaven. Like, uh, living on earth is freaking difficult and, um, heaven's going to be awesome. And I don't know, I'm, I'm very blessed to have the life that I have. And, um, you know, I'm a twin and my mom didn't know I was having twins. I'm literally like a miracle baby. I'm very incredibly thankful for it, the life that I have, and to be able to reach out to people on my podcast who feel alone, who are discovering Christianity and Jesus. Um, I, I think that what what a better position to be in. My sister asked me recently, she was like, do you not want to have a job? And I was like, yes and no. Like, I, I have a job. I, I mean, I treat what I do as a job, you know, people go into work because and they don't really want to go in that day, but they have to. Um, granted some days I am able to take a nap if I'm not feeling great, but at the same time, I still strive to struggle through all this nonsense and I don't know where I was going with this, but, um, I think it's an absolute honor to be in the position that I'm in and I wouldn't trade it for the world and the amount of joy I get for cooking for my husband and, and finding the joy in cooking and baking is like heaven. Like I've never been into cooking uh, as much as I am now in baking. And it's, it's another creative outlet. And I find that women naturally thrive in these creative outlets where you're either cooking, you're sewing, you're doing intricate things with your hands. I find that women really flourish doing that kind of work. It's like these beaded earrings I'm obsessed with making. Um, yeah, you know, I just, I love creating. And I, I used to say a day without creating is a day lost, but uh, anyway, so, you know, this whole transhumanistic ideas, it's, it's incredibly anti-human, you know, a lot of it is also implementing like Neuralink and computer-like stuff into your body and, you know, all these movies that are pro-transhumanistic, um, or not even necessarily pro, but show a future like that. Like, uh, recently rented Ghost in the Shell from my local library and I was like, oh, it's going to be terrible. Because I remember all these whiny gamers or like anime freaks were like, oh, I don't like it because it's never going to be perfect for them anyway because they're psycho spectrum people. But which I have respect for spectrum people, but not when they're misguided by the internet and anime. Um, hold on, water. Uh, it was actually, a, you know, definitely a transhumanistic movie. And it was just interesting because it was a very destructive world where people abused the system. And go figure, like all of Black Mirror is the same thing. Um, you know, what movie have you seen where uh, people harness the transhumanistic robot stuff for good? Like, have you ever seen a movie where we are able to implement robots and it doesn't go awry? And it's like healthy and utopia? I don't think so. You know, I guess miserable movies maybe sell better than happier i don't know though like i mean why would they not do that people are so sick they literally have programmed robots to be like i'm going to destroy you one day i shit you not there's a video of a robot somebody literally programmed it to say that and i'm like this isn't this isn't a game these people are sick i find it to be really disgusting so on that note about me about the age thing about what age is the right age to die and how old are you supposed to be I don't know. You know, I don't have an answer for you, really. Um, I just know in my heart and soul that meddling with human life, creating it how you want to create it, aka Gattaca, um, is really detrimental. And I don't, I, I think that you're missing an opportunity to find real joy and 
maybe giving birth to a child that um, is on the spectrum or has Down syndrome or something. I think that it's obviously really hard for these people, but a lot of people find it to be a blessing. And I don't know. I don't know. You know, I just don't necessarily, I don't believe in um, that perfect world. It, just, it doesn't exist. It, it's not a thing. We are all fallen short of the glory of God and we're all fallen sinful people. Adam and Eve. Hello. So I don't believe that. I just think technology is evil purely. And my friend Ellen that you guys probably know by now, definitely believes that the internet is uh, like satanic and just like, a, a, I don't know. I don't know how she words it, but it's something that's really dark. And um, I mean, look what it's doing to us now. It, the news cycle and everything moves so fast. We don't even have time to remember like what happened yesterday or much less a week ago. Um, and these things are like a snowball falling down a hill where, People claim that they created these things and didn't know that they were going to move this fast or go this way, but you can't stop this thing. And I find that people, I can't imagine working for a tech company and you feeling fulfilled when the, when the technology moves faster than any human could actually move. So then I, I, I would think it'd be the most frustrating job ever to be like, how do you even mentally keep up with how fast technology is moving? If the, if you have a job in the tech industry, how frustrating is that for that person? I think it, it's like, I don't know what kind of uh, analogy there, but like a hamster wheel or something where you just never catch the carrot. I guess hamsters don't eat carrots. Yeah, they do eat carrots. Although mice don't eat uh, cheese. I had a mouse once and I gave it cheese and it didn't eat cheese. And I was like, holy shit. I think it's <laughs> that's what originally started me as my on, on my skeptic journey. By the way, go buy my skeptic pen on my website that I created myself. Uh, it was a total passion project. It was doing some art on Illustrator that I'm really uncomfortable with doing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm a much more like paint and go and just get it done fast thing and blend it out. I love blending stuff and illustrator is just line work. There's no blending whatsoever. So that was a struggle and a half and I, but I love creating it and it wound up being beautiful. It's a uh, lindsayplatotionart.com forward slash uh, shop. And the pen is called tinfoil hat. I think skeptic pen. It was so much fun to make and I'm really, really proud of it. So support my work. No better way than to uh, support me and what I do than heading to subscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens or paypal.me forward slash LP foster kittens or buying my work on my website, which is um, handcrafted items. I thought about putting my earrings up on there, but then I was like, nah, just wasn't feeling it at the time. Maybe I'll put my pads and tampons up there. We'll see. Uh, oh, so the next article, because I, I was trying to look up Bible verses about death. And um, this one is Romans 6, 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen to that. Next page. Yeah, this is interesting. This is all political. Getting to politics now a little bit. Uh, Democrats want us to forget all about their defund the police stunt. So apparently I did not watch, what is it, State of the Union thing? Um, anyway, so the insane defund the police movement backfired faster than most mindless liberal... Policies with the nation seeing a historic crime surge in 2020 that has continued to, to the present. Just as they're trying to rewrite the narrative on COVID in front of our very eyes, Democrats are also doing the same with defund the police. Last night at the State of the Union, Biden drew bipartisan applause for his calls to fund the police. We should all agree the answer is not to defund the police. The answer is to fund the police, he said to a standing ovation. Fun with the resources and training they need to protect our communities, which is so insane. Sorry, I'm not going to interject. I'm going to try to continue to read here. Indeed, we should all agree on this, but it's it's his party that didn't get that memo. 
Numerous major cities defunded their police departments in 2020, including Minneapolis, New York City, Chicago, Portland, Austin, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Milwaukee, and Pennsylvania. Law and order has further been eroded on top of that by the various Soros-backed prosecutors nationwide refusing to prosecute countless crimes or deny bail to dangerous suspects. It's only now that the, that the violent failure that is the defund experiment is impossible to ignore that Democrats are trying to switch sides in the culture war that can't run from their past comments. So um, here's a video that is like seven minutes long. I'm not going to play all of it, but of the Democrats being like, hell yes, let's defund the police. So we've been talking about defunding the police. Uh, there's some issues that we ask police to do, like mental health issues or policing in schools and all the rest, that perhaps we can uh, shuffle some of that money around. Suck it up. Defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police. Mayor Eric Garcetti saying, take some of the money from policing, about $150 million. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing what he's done. Not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. So yes, defund your butts, defund you. Yes, I support the reallocation of resources uh, from NYPD. We will be moving funding from the NYPD to youth initiatives and social services. They are talking about reducing the allocation of resources to that department. And I think every single city in this country ought to be thinking about the same thing. Yes, I support the defund movement. I'm for responsible reallocation of resources and defund the police. I think you do all those other things. You don't need all the money that's going to the police department. So yeah, I mean, the spirit of it, I, I, I do support that. Yeah, and you know, a lot of us were asked if we could imagine a future without police back in 2017 when we were running for office. And I answered yes to that question. We are going to reduce funding in the police department and redirect that money. There's no reason the police budget should just keep growing and growing and growing. They can make sensible cuts. We propose to redirect over $7 million from the police bureau. That our city, through our city administrative officer, identified $250 million in cuts. Rashida Tlaib tweeting, no more policing, incarceration, and militarization. It can't be reformed. When they're saying defund the police, what are they saying? They're saying we want fundamental, basic change when it comes to policing. Uh, and they're right. We are reallocating funds. The, the police department here in Minneapolis needs to be dismantled. Oh, God. I remember hearing about that when we were still living in California. And I was just like, defunding, dismantling, and removing a police department? Who in the fuck actually sits there and is like, this is the thing to do? Like, what was the reason again? Was it like white supremacy or like black people shouldn't get reprimanded for doing shitty things like stealing and uh, murdering? I don't know. Or people in general. But we all know that the rates. I mean, look at the people that are um, raiding and stealing from high end stores down to like Walgreens. Most of them are black people. San Francisco, a lot of it in San Francisco. Um, you know, California has that thing where. You can't be prosecuted or you won't be prosecuted if you steal stuff from that's under like $900. Absolute absurdity, man. I mean, if you're in, in Antifa, you're totally backed by someone, Bill Gates or Soros, and you'll get bailed out like immediately. Totally protected class. So that's just uh, interesting. The defund, let me continue reading. This is from the Dan Bongino show. Uh, it's called Bongino.com. He's an amazing, awesome dude. 
Uh, the defund damage control has been on effort from the Biden administration that began last year. Previously, Jen Psaki tried to argue that defund the police was actually a Republican slogan because they oppose blah, blah, blah. You can read the rest. Um, I don't like getting too much into politics because it's just like, what? So this is for more local information. Greg Abbott and Beto, Beto O'Rourke to face off in crucial race for Texas governor in November. This is from conservativebrief.com. This came out today. I'm continuing on to a different article, by the way. Um, let me read the stats here. According to the New York Times tracker, Abbott received 1,234,836 votes and avoided a runoff by winning roughly 66% of the vote in the GOP uh, primary. O'Rourke received 911,554 votes, which was about 91% of the votes cast in the Democratic primary. Um, yeah. Even though people say that uh, Abbott is a rhino, like, I'll take him over Beto and Newsom any effing day. Like he didn't do a lot in terms of, you know, putting the wall up and stopping all the people coming in and uh, some sort of transgender policies. He wasn't really great on that. Um, you know, I'm like, uh, again, I'd, I'd rather have this guy than uh, some sort of Libby Democrat a-hole that wants to destroy America. So let's see. This is uh, interesting. This is a video. Hold on. Power to the people, but it makes you think. Um, it's just literally a video of, uh, this is from True North Rise on Instagram. The caption is, it's okay to protest for another country, but <clears throat> not for Canada? Will bank accounts be frozen to anyone who supports this one? Will an emergency act be called upon? All for keeping peace and for protesting, but it makes you think, no? What are your thoughts? Basically, it's a shitload of people in the streets having all these Ukrainian flags, wearing a Ukrainian mask, virtue something out the ass, flowers for like standing for Ukraine. And I'm like, why are these able, why are these people able to do this? And yet... Again, the Canadian truckers were like arrested and, you know, this woman's still arrested and um, denied bail and then shackled in court for doing the whole uh, trucker protest in Ottawa. So it's like, why are they, why are these people able to do this, you know, parade walking in the streets to support Ukraine for freedom? And yet the truckers aren't. And it's hilarious. Also, Trudeau's like, I'm going to sit here and protect freedoms for uh, Ukraine. I'm like, what are you talking about? You literally destroyed any sort of semblance of freedom to your own Canadian people. How can you sit there and be like, we support Ukraine's freedoms. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You condescending lying a-hole demon working for Schwab. This is the image stuff or, you know, what's been exhausting lately uh, is this, it's an image on Instagram of uh you know, I don't know if this is an actual crisis actor or what the deal is, but this is an image from some woman, it's apparently from like four years ago, the same lady used for like a million different uh, news articles with the whole Russian and Ukrainian war. So it's literal, just it's fake. It's not even that's what happened. I'm not saying that this couldn't happen or didn't happen to someone in Ukraine, but it's incredibly misleading. This is a account that is a QAnon person, and I don't believe in the QAnon stuff, but I, I follow a couple of them on social media because I try to figure out like what they think, and it's the weirdest thing. They do a lot of numerology connection stuff, and I can't follow it. Like Literally, their posts, I'm just like, I don't get it, and I don't really want to get it because it's... I think these people are really misguided, um, 100%. They seem to be spectrum-y and like, hyper-focused, and just it's so weird. I don't know. You know, 
This one's hilarious. Ay, ay, ay. You think I should should have, you know, ended on a good note. This is just hilarious. Whatever. It was just some random post I happened to click into and was like, should I talk about this? Because this is so gay and whatever. It's classic today. New York Post. Black woman says Delta moved her to back a plane for white passengers. So here's the video. Um... I've been flying with Delta forever. That's like who I exclusively fly with. Camille Henderson said that's all changed after her most recent trip with Delta Airlines. She and her boyfriend were heading to Atlanta, a major Delta hub, to visit family. My mom lives there, and I went to go visit her and her sisters who has some kids. On Camille's return flight on February 3rd, a game of musical chairs in the air. She was seated in row 15 in the window seat at takeoff, but by the end of the flight, she was sitting in row 34. She said the two women seated next to her in the middle and aisle seats were upset about their seat assignment. They felt like they um, were ticketed first class seats, but they couldn't provide the ticket. After the complaints went on for more than an hour into the flight, Camille started recording part of that exchange. Camille says that was a Delta flight attendant speaking with those two passengers next to her. Eventually, the flight attendant proposed a solution to get the women more space, but Camille would have to move. Are you by yourself? Yeah. There's a seat back there, 34, but they'll give you all more space. I don't want to make it a race thing, but instead of asking the two white women that were seated next I don't want to make it a race thing, but instead of asking the two white women, I'm like, you literally are making this a mother effing race thing. Fuck off. I'm sorry. I'm not going to play the rest of it because it's absolutely absurd. I don't know if this chick is once like exposure or it's just a classic paranoia victim complex where they're like, oh my God, everyone around me is racist. They're asking me to move to the back of the plane like Rosa Parks. Ah, the world is crashing around me. <gasps> White supremacy. Like why they made her move i don't know who gives a shit like I, I whatever like who cares i'd be like sure okay there's there's like less people around me in the back i'd be like okay instead this person literally is so self-victimizing herself she must make everything about race i don't want to make it about race but these two white women i'm like get no whatever this is so new york post would and i couldn't i, I couldn't i don't know anything a lot of things about uh, mainstream media stuff but New York Post's website is so clickbaity and like just so uh fake ass shit. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, look at this clickbait. It says Britney Spears poses topless again. Like, why? How is this news? Some bachelorette crap. Like, this is so sick. Horoscopes, demonic crap. Oh my god. Next. Um, oh, this is so gross. Oh, why did I even click into these things? Women go wild for thirst trap Ukrainian president Zelensky on TikTok. It's so weird. Why do they do this? They get all like horny for some guy, like some president who's also, I think, a massive puppet. This guy used to be a comedian and then he became president. One of his comedian skits, he also acted out being a president, like before he actually became president. I'm like, this is predictive programming. He's a freaking puppet. <sighs> anyway, so all these girls fawning over him, being like, Daddy Zelensky, yes. Um, and then another person's like, stop sexual, just whatever, it's freaking gay. Next. Oh, this was interesting. I don't know. I'm like, bleh. 
Well, actually, I'll play it because I told my husband I would uh, talk about this. So this is a video on Twitter. It says, happening in Houston, this voting location is closed to Republicans voting in the Texas primaries today, but not Democrats? With this election, you can vote in any precinct. No, you, said, you said the Republican side is not what? We, we, I don't have staff, so we are closed right now. So for the Democrat, I can vote Democrat? Then? You can vote Democrat. But not Republican. Not Republican. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. I have to say that's really weird. I already voted early in this uh, primary thing. And there was no, like, Democrats vote over here, Republican over here. Actually, was there? God, maybe there was. I don't know. I think that's weird. Why is that a thing? Um, you're allowed to vote Democrat, but not Republican. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's something, but doesn't seem legal. Like, if the voting place is open, why are, Why is there more time? Again, we don't. I don't know the context. Like, was were the Democrats allowed more time to vote than Republicans? You know, if five minutes goes by and Democrats can vote. More Democrats can vote in those five minutes than Republicans. And that's, that doesn't seem uh, right or true or fair. But politics is probably never right or true or fair. Anywho, um, let me just go here. Okay. I guess that's all for this week. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, you can support my podcast by doing the most free thing you can do, which is head to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. You can click the five star and then leave a comment review. I, I'm not sure if you can leave reviews on other uh, podcasting apps like um, uh, not Odyssey, but Spotify. Maybe, maybe you can. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't use Spotify. But if you can do that, that'd be wonderful because, again, it's totally free. It takes like two minutes out of your day. Please do it <laughs> if you can. Um, and if you'd like to give money instead or support the podcast in that way, you can head to subscribestar.com forward slash LP Foster. No, subscribestar is subscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens and then paypal.me forward slash LP foster kittens. Thank you guys so much for listening or, and or watching on Odyssey because half the stuff that I talk about, I don't know what can be banned on YouTube. So thanks for dealing with that struggle of heading over to Odyssey. Cause I know it's not convenient for a lot of people to do that and not as uh, well-funded and run as obviously YouTube is, but uh, support free speech platforms. If that's what I would do. Um, you know, if you don't know about the Bible or Jesus, just open up the Bible and say a prayer. Actually, I'll say a prayer for people that are listening. God, please protect and watch over the people that are listening to my podcast, uh, protect their family and give them the guidance and instill the Holy Spirit into them to be able to have that hunger to open up the Bible and discover it for themselves, just like I did, to be quite honest where, um, you know, just give them that hunger to want to understand and have them understand and, and instill things into their life where they have people come into their life that help them grow through you, Christ. So Jesus, name I pray. Amen. Uh, yeah, it really just starts with opening the Bible. And what I used to do or still do is just open it to some random page and start reading it. And the Bible is certainly meant to be read and contemplated over. And it's definitely even better with people like finding a small group of the church that you have um, is definitely advisable because you get to talk about it together. And, you know, you get to a lot of times these people in small groups are 
have more knowledge about the Bible than one say over another person so they can help you out if you do have questions. And it's just a human connection, like how it's proven to <clears throat> have a, a healthier family and or marriage by sitting down at the table and eating together. Um, it's, it's incredibly healthy. and You get to talk to one another about anything. And I grew up in that way where we always had dinner together and it's incredibly important to find time out of your busy day to eat with one another and talk to one another and be like, you know, what's your favorite ice cream? What's your favorite movie? And, and then whole wonderfulness can unravel from that where you get to discover one another, where you may not have known things about that person at all. You know, just having simple conversations, I think, especially in this digital era of typey, 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 text, FaceTime, it's much, it's maybe not as intuitive and easy to hold a conversation in person now that we're so used to phones and our faces. So it is becoming more increasingly important to, I guess, break free from the technology chains and sit down in front of one, one another, a human, uh, whether that be a family member or a friend and break bread, as it's um, said, and have a discussion and talk over food and enjoy it together. I think it's incredibly restorative for the soul. And um, yeah, it's can't recommend it, recommend it more. And if you're more curious about, uh, or maybe you think there's not a good church around you or you're kind of shy about uh, approaching a church that's around you, you know, going by yourself, it, it can be intimidating. I get that. There is uh, obviously YouTube exists and Calvary San Jose is the church we used to go to in California. It is top notch. One of my, it is my favorite church that I've ever gone to in my entire life. Um, so look up Calvary San Jose on YouTube and just watch any of Pastor Mike's or even if he has a guest speaker, watch any of his videos. And I promise you, you will be fulfilled in some way or another. Um, he's such a wonderful preacher and God has really blessed him, you know, having him every week talk about the word of God. And I, I can't recommend it more, especially if you, like I said, <clears throat> don't know of a church near you or you don't have any friends to go with, or you just feel weird about it. And you, you want to find out more, look up Calvary San Jose or look up the Bible project, which is incredible. It's this whole series of animations on YouTube uh, that the Bible project does. It's a group out of Portland, Oregon of all places, like the hellfire of earth um, that just has this, they've grown exponentially and their animations and how they describe the Bible is so beautiful. Cause I grew up, like I didn't understand the, the Bible and I was like, what? I don't get it. Is God God or is Jesus God? Like I just didn't get what the Holy Trinity was and what Jesus was that he was a human form of God, God, he is God. Like God made him, you know, gave his only begotten son, Jesus. <sighs> um, so yeah, just watch the Bible project. They really describe the Bible uh, in ways that I've never known. Bible is definitely complicated and reading on your own is uh, intimidating. Like I, I found that I didn't get much out of it growing up, but maybe I didn't have the Holy Spirit in me. I don't know. Anyway, again, watch the Bible project or and or one more <laughs> watch the chosen, which download the chosen app and the whole I think it's three seasons now. It's absolutely beautiful. It's tells a story of Jesus and his disciples. And it's just so well done. The casting, the costumes, the set design, the actors, not going to lie, forgive me, father, but there's a lot of hot actors in there. So um, it's just so well done. Um, and I, every episode I'd wind up bawling, crying because it was just so Holy Spirit's moving through me, man. Just 
cry. It's just, it's so much, it's so beautiful. It's so stunningly beautiful. Can't recommend it more. My mom kept preaching to me about it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know what that is, whatever. Then finally our neighbor told us to watch it. And we started watching it. It was just, it's just beautiful. It's absolutely stunning. So the chosen, the Bible project on YouTube and Calvary San Jose on YouTube. If you want to touch base with God and find out more. So I pray that you have a wonderful, blessed day and blessed week. And you'll have your, you'll have your eyes open to what God is and what Jesus can do in your life. Because I, um, it's amazing. And I, I feel like I should talk more about how Jesus has blessed me in my life. Um, because I find that testimonies and stories really break through to people. And um, I don't know, it's just one of those things that is proven to move people when you start telling your own story. So maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll set aside some time to do that, but <clears throat> it's kind of hard to talk about it because it's so kind of nuanced. And anyway, um, thanks again for watching and listening. God bless y'all. Hey, hey, hey. So if you got anything out of this video, if you've enjoyed my podcast at any point in time, if you learn anything, show your support by donating to my PayPal. It would mean the world to me. I really appreciate all the support, donations, and purchases from my shop on my website, which is lindsayplatoceanart.com forward slash shop. You can buy some handmade goodies. So go shop, shop, shop. Fill them baskets. As always, thank you for supporting my work and... I don't know, take it easy.